Go and welcome to the fourth down. I'm sat here with my good friend Tomo. How are you doing, mate? Yes, I am very, very good, mate. I'm very good. It's uh, well, it's the third episode now. The third so episode. We're into it now. We're, we're getting, you know, we're getting used to it all, and um, something that's we're really going to be enjoyable about. So, third episode, then. Yeah. So, what are we going to be talking about on this third episode, Matt? Mate? So, the third episode. So, we're going to start with the news that's coming out of Philadelphia. Yep, big so the news. big news with wow. Jalen Hurts, it's yep. massive. Um, and then we're going to slip into the NFC this week. So we're going to yep. talk about the San Francisco 49ers, yep. sunny times there. Yep. And then we're just going to actually have a little interesting conversation at the end about right. our head coaches going into this season. Right, okay. Something different. Then. Not, we're not talking about players. No, we're, we're going to have, a, we're gonna have yep. a chat about uh, the coaches going into the new season, what we expect, which coaches... I think, you think, yep. are yep. um, yep. going to have a really good season this year. Um, so we're going to start the show with the big news in Philadelphia. So for the go- for those who haven't heard, Jalen Hurts, the quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles, has signed a humongous wow. five-year extension to his contract worth $255 million. Highest, highest paid player, I believe, in the NFL. Yeah. Hundred and seventy nine. Even more than Aaron Rodgers. Hundred and seventy nine million guaranteed. Hundred and seventy nine wow. guaranteed. All I can say is no wonder he signed that paper. <laughs> no, no wonder, mate. Five years old, like twenty four yeah. years old. I know. Twenty four years know. old and he signed this monster deal. And he's still got another big contract to come as well, hasn't he? Massively. I mean, if he if he plays well in these five years, yeah. who knows what he's gonna be worth in five years I to come. I mean look what I mean, look what Brady got for a year with the Bucks. Look at you know, yeah. he's he, he's got a lot I mean he's so, so we're going to talk about that then. So, so we're, going to, we're going to talk about that um, contract. So I did a lot of research last night into this contract. But just to put it out there, the first question I'm going to say, now, obviously we're going to have some Philadelphia fans listening. Just to be devil's advocate before we go into the details of the contract, do you do you think, Tomo, he, is, he has earned this huge deal? Me? No. Um, no. Because... The reason I say no is because, I mean, he's coming back on his... I mean, it wasn't a first-round pick, was no, it? No, second round. It was a second-round pick. And what a second-round pick, though, let's be honest. Yeah. But I'm just saying, it's his third year. I mean, he's got better each year he's since 2020, but I don't think he, he's had one good year, has he, really? One, you know, Super Bowl. He's had, he's, won it, he's had one it good was okay. Year. It was okay uh, last year, but he's improved a little bit, but he's not warranted... Not warranted being the, the highest paid no and NFL player for me anyway. Let's right. not let's not overestimate what he's got. I mean, he's he's got a fantastic offensive line in front of him. Yeah, yeah. You know, he had a fantastic running back. I mean, like you say, you go back to the his second year. So obviously this was his third. Going back into his second year, he only won four games. Yeah, and that yes, the jump he's made is huge, and he took his he took his team to the Super Bowl. And, and in my opinion, he was the Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. He should have won that. Mahomes is Mahomes, but he shouldn't have been. He should have been the MVP for that game. But for the Philadelphia Eagles to turn around and sign him to this monstrous deal after one good season shows you how much faith they have in him. I think that's the best way to put it. Now, if I was a GM, and obviously I'm not the GM, but I would have been quite entitled to have waited another year. 
just to see if he can perform to or that standard not again. Or two hundred and fifty-five. But they must, they must think, you know, they, they must think right. He's got into the court. He's got us into the Super Bowl. I mean, the Eagles for me last year were probably the best. I thought they deserved to win the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, they they were the. They, I would, think have, they were the they best. Were the best team. They were the best team, I think. But I just think I don't know. I mean, what's made them think? Two hundred fifty-five million. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a talent. He's. I mean, it's exceptional talent. I mean, you look at his history through as well. So when he was playing for college, he started in at quarterback and he got his team all the way to the playoff finals at college, and then they dropped him and they brought in Tua. Yeah. So Tua took him on, and they went and won the state championship. You know, and then he's come in. Carson Wentz was the Philadelphia Eagles quarterback. They traded him, and he didn't really play his first year. Obviously, Carson Wentz was terrible. Then he came in his second year, and he only won four games. And so it, the progression is there. He's got there. Like I just said to you, now, will he perform that in an, in a year's time? Well, I, don't I know. just I just think with this contract now, I think the pressure's now. He's got a lot more pressure. Oh, pressure. I mean, the second, I mean, I second, season after the, second season after the Super Bowl, the whole team's got pressure on him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But when you're a player now, they're obviously looking at him as the boy. He's the franchise. He's the future of the Eagles. Now he's got pressure on him. So if he don't, if he don't perform next year, he's going to be like, oh, 250 million. Why'd you do that? You know, he's had one good year, but... I mean, I like him. I think, you know, he he does look good, doesn't he? Yes, yeah, he, does, yeah. he, he He looks... I mean, he had an exceptional season. Let's not get rocked. Like, you know, he had an exceptional Super Bowl. And would they have offered this? Would they have offered that? I'm going to give you a question. Do you think he would have got that contract if they didn't get to the Super Bowl? No. No? No, I think he would have got a... I think he would have got a contract extension, yeah. Yeah, but, but I don't. Th- I don't think he would have got 255 million. Um, I mean, so... So I did some research on his on his contract, and then I was went on the Philadelphia's website and listened to the general manager, and you can kind of see where they're coming from. So they have an exceptional talent in Jalen Hurts, and like he said, in a year's time, the quarterback market is going to be higher. So well, I think it's just blown. Two hundred fifty-five million is going to be probably the second highest paid quarterback next year because that's how it works in the NFL. So we could say. Let's really throw it out there. Justin Fields. Justin Fields this year takes the Bears all the way to the Super Bowl. Win it or not. Next year, the the Chicago Bears could go, do you know what? I'm going to chuck $280 million. And that's just the way the NFL market yeah. works. You look at every year, the wide receiver well, gets paid higher well, and think, higher and higher. I think this, this news, a lot of the quarterbacks are going to get their back up now. Oh, massively. This, this, I'm going to give you one example. Big news for Lamar Jackson. Oh, Lamar Jackson's thinking. I think he's. I think Lamar Jackson is going to really struggle. But when you think of it, though, if if top quarterbacks are going for two fifty, two forties, he only wanted two hundred from. Well, I think no, I think the Ravens offered him two hundred. Yeah, and he Ravens, said no. Yeah, and he said no. He wanted the same as just uh, Deshaun Watson. But what I'm saying is, you know, you look at Joe Burrow, for instance, right? Oh, his rookie season, yeah. phenomenal. Yeah. Right, gets on, gets to the, gets to the uh, Super Bowl. Didn't win it, like you know. But so again, he could have been, and he could have been the yeah. um, Super Bowl MVP. But then he could come out and say, right, if he's had one year and he's got to the Super Bowl, I've done exactly the same. Why am I getting that? And then it's just gonna get, as you said, it's just gonna become a vicious circle where everyone's just gonna go, right, he's got that, he's got that, he's got that. Because let's 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 not beat around the bush. It's about the money, isn't it? They, oh, they, massively, yeah. 
Um, I just think Joe Burrow, I think he's going to be one that's going to be, um, you know, Mahomes it. might I was even say. I about to say, do you, know, do you know what? Patrick Mahomes signed a big deal, like 500 million, but his is, his is different. Yeah. His is spaced yeah. out over 10 years. Yeah. yeah. But, so what What? What would Patrick, be, Patrick Mahomes be worth? Because he's the better quarterback. I, I think he's a better player than Jalen Hurts. Oh, God, he's, yeah. You know, and I don't want to sit here going, this this isn't this isn't a segment to drag Jalen Hurts down. I, I'm no, putting it no. out there. I'm very happy for him getting his contract. You know, it you know, he's he's obviously earned the contract extension. But when you look at the category of players, Joe Burrow, yep. Patrick Mahomes, you could Herbert's even go another to, one, isn't he? Yeah, Justin he's, Herbert. He's coming up, to, Justin an, he's coming up to a contract. Yeah. And he's probably gonna be thinking, hang on a minute. You know, because he I, I like Justin Herbert. I think he's quality. But as you said, it's just going to keep going. And as you said, in in years years time, Daniel Jones. Oh no, oh, he's just signed the contract. Oh god, here we go. Look. <laughs> but look at I mean, no, all jokes aside, Kyler Murray signed that contract. I mean, Kyler Murray. Like I said, I mean, I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray, but he signed his contract was far too big. But he's saying like third or fourth highest player. He's the third highest player in the league. That's what I'm saying. But you look at I mean, what do you reckon? He's um, what's his name's looked at that and thought, well, if he's earning now, well, let's be that. let's be honest. When it comes to Joe Burrow's time. For his contract, I can see him. I, I think that's going to be. The I biggest. can see the Bengals will go higher. I think they'll go higher than two fifty. I mean, I'm looking at looking at these, you know, recent times. Give it three years or even two, and you're looking at four hundred million. Yeah, for I do. Five year deals and stuff. So for those who haven't, so obviously for them who haven't looked through the contract, so I look through the contract details in it, and the scary figures. So obviously he can. So. He's guaranteed 179 million in total guarantees. It is signing. He's guaranteed 110 million. That's just for signing. So he's made a lot of money there already. Then he's guaranteed 126.5 million by March 2024. So the guy's already made a lot of money. He's got no trade clause. He's the first person in Eagle history, so he cannot be traded. So the future is in his hands. He can do as he pleases. But then he can also, he's got extra 50 million in incentives. So how he performs during the season, he can earn another And I must say, that, that that contract he signed is without sponsors. Without sponsors, yeah. So going back to that, what you said about he's got no trade clause in, in the five-year yeah. deal. So even if the, you know, if things don't work out between him and the Eagles in five years, he can go elsewhere, but... Is he going to get that elsewhere? Well, no. Well, let's think about it. In five years' time, he's going to be twenty. He's going to be twenty. Well, mind you, he's going to be a multi-trillionaire anyway. Yeah, he so, is, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, so, I mean, his contract is huge. I mean, he was he was due to sign. This was going to be his. This is his big deal after his rookie year. This is his rookie contract. So, this is the extra, the extra bit. But he was only due four million. I say only. He was only due four million yeah. in his last year, so he's actually. I mean, the, the deal. I like, I like that. Only due four. It was million. only due four million. That's like pence <laughs> when it comes to the league. <laughs> oh dear. But yeah, I mean, so he signed this big deal, and we spoke about it two weeks ago. We don't think the Eagles are going to get there again. I think they've got a very good team. So, in your opinion, Tomo, so he's got this big contract, what do you think the Eagles will need to bring in for him to sustain the level that they had last year to warrant this money? Um, Not much, because I think they've got a cracking They team. lost Boston Scott. 
at running back. That was a big loss. I think that was a. But you, yeah, but are they going to have enough revenue to bring in class? Well, no, because they've chucked all their money at Jalen Hurts. Exactly. So they, you know, it's always just for me. What I've seen the next year, it's always been a struggle to get back to that level. Same with the Bengals; they didn't have a better, didn't have the greatest of. You know, they had a right season. Don't get me wrong, but they didn't have the better season. It's that pressure for me. I mean, as I said, like not long ago. This is big for Jalen Hurts. I mean, yeah, you know, but I don't suppose he gives a flying toss about the pressure because he's earning, he's guaranteed. I mean, you listen to his interviews. I mean, the guy is so confident. Yeah. Do you know, you, you know, um, and it's, I, it, it makes you hate him, doesn't it? Yeah, it make, and I kind of like him as all well. All I can say is, yeah, oh yeah, he's a likeable, but all I can say is, I bet he sleeps like a baby every night. <laughs> That's all I can say. I'd sleep like a baby if I just earned yeah. like a backup quarterback's wage. If I was yeah. like, oh, do you know what, Matt? You're gonna get. You're never gonna play. But that's fine. I'm, I'm quite. I sleep like a baby if I get a day's overtime at work. <laughs> <laughs> but um. So I mean, this is big, huge, big news for the Eagles. So we're gonna leave it on that segment there because there's again, nothing, yeah. there's nothing else to say. He, he's just signed this monstrous deal. It's just huge in, in terms of the NFL. But do not be surprised if there's going to be future podcasts about future contracts of quarterbacks what they're going to be because so, I'm think I'm, I'm generally thinking by not next season the season after you're going to be looking at 350 oh, yeah you're going to be there. looking at 300 million in two years time. but you might even look at contracts like you know, I mean look at that 10 million contract I mean he, Mahomes isn't it 10, 10 years that's he, a monstrous one it's, you know it's look, it's just money I mean money orientated money orientated so we, to be in the next segment you don't know what these quarterbacks are going to be earning so we're going to go to the next segment in the show yep. So, sunny times in San Francisco. Now, obviously, these are NFC. So, the past couple of weeks, we spoke about AFC teams. So we're going to go into the NFC this week. And we're going to talk about the San Francisco 49ers, who last season, to me, were awesome. The best team in the NFC, bar the Eagles, by a long shot. Going into this year, then, the biggest question, the biggest debate, if you're a 49ers fan... Or if you're We've just actually interested, got um, a, a few 49er followers. Actually, I think we got a couple. Yeah. So we like the biggest debate we're going to have there. They've got the the hardest thing to do at quarterback. So they got rid, rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, who, as I've mentioned, I'm a big fan. I think he's a great quarterback. So they've why got. Why did they like? Why did they? Because they've got too much. They've got too much revenue in Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. They traded up two years ago to get Trey Lance. And then all of a sudden they got Mr. Irrelevant and Brock Purdy last year. The last play picked in the draft, who turned out to be amazing. Which we'll go into. Which we're going to go into. So we're going to have a quick chat about that. We're going to have a talk. So, Tomo, out of the two quarterbacks, right? what's your opinion? What, starting? or Who would be your starting quarterback out well, of Brock Purdy I am, and Trey Lance? Well, going by, obviously, um, last season, I'm going to go Purdy myself. I think yeah. he was absolutely... I mean... He's missed, he, you know, Mr. Irrelevant, which means, as you said, he's the last pick of the draft. So everyone's thinking, oh, he came in as the third string quarterback, mind you, behind Garoppolo and obviously Trey Lance. Trey Lance got that injury at the start of the season. Yeah. Garoppolo come in week 13. I believe Garoppolo got an injury. Yeah. And that put him out. Yeah. So then up steps, you know. Well, look at Brock, Brock Purdy, Purdy last year. He came in, he played nine appearances and got 13 touchdowns. And just he just came straight in, Very, and he looked. Yeah. And he, he looked. He, you know he what? Looked natural. He, he, he looked like he a made first NFL round. look easy. You know, when you go on Madden, you can have rookie level. It's like he just walked in and went, "I'm going on rookie He's level." He's 22 years old, 
he looked like a first round pick for me. He just looked like he didn't phase him. And he's a likable guy. And do you know what else was really good? You know the pre-game when they're all walking into the stadium? You get all the top-notch quarterbacks. They come dressed in God knows what. They're dressed, And this kid turns up in a pair of jeans and a polo shirt, and he just looks at the bomb. And he turned in, bang. And he, he was just awesome. So like we were I'm, saying... I'm, I'm going to, you know, a few stats here. You know I like my stats. Stats, man. So, passing attempts when he come in, right? Yeah. 170 passing attempts, and he got 114 completions, which... For a Mr. Irrelevant, he's, yeah, that's, he's that's very, very good. And obviously, you know, he's got, as you said, he's 13 touchdowns. He only got four interceptions. And his passing yards was f- just over 1,300, yeah. which is very good for, as you said, nine, nine games. And, he's, and do you know what? He's got over eight yards average. Yeah. And he has got, as you said, he's, he caught, he's about 70%. Completion percentage. Yeah. But as well, you can see when when they were playing, the team really followed Brock Purdy. Like, he really took the team on them and they were really following. You know when they went and played the Philadelphia Eagles in the playoffs? They struggled. As soon as Brock Purdy left that field, they crumbled. And he just carried, he had this aura around him. I think he was a major factor in them getting that far in the playoffs. Oh, he was. Huge factor. He was a huge factor. Now, then, it, on the flip side, it makes you feel sorry for poor Trey Lance, really. Yeah, because, I, you know, tr- tr- as we're going we're gonna to talk about Trey Lance in just a second, but as I said, he's he's been very unlucky. He's been very unlucky. It's not as if Trey Lance has been a failure. It's just you know, the fact that Prop Purdy's come in and took his chance, which, for a f- I mean, he's third, he was third Mr. Irrelevant. Who, what, you know, who would have thought? You know, I bet, you know, I bet what, if you ask every 49, 10 49ers fans, Brought in after that injury to, to Trey Lance and thought, right, you're going to get in the playoffs when you got Purdy. No. I bet you guarantee that there will not be confident. Well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I mean, like I like I said to you last week, I'm a big fan of NFL and I study it and I never even heard of Brock Purdy. No, no. Well, until I don't think in. anyone does. I don't think no. many people do until, you know, I mean, imagine that having that with Mr. Irrelevant. But what, what, what's funny is now is the fans calling Mr. Relevant. Yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the coaches, and which yeah. is brilliant, which is... But that must boost his confidence. I mean, as well, I'm gonna. This is gonna. This is what I've been. I've been really excited actually about telling you about this stat that I've found. I've been wanting to tell you for days, but <laughs> I've held it. I've held it. To, you know, on December the 11th, right? Brock Purdy became the only player in his third career start to beat a team led by Tom Brady. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that stat. Yeah. Can you imagine being Brock Purdy as well coming into that game going? God, I'm playing against the greatest of all time. Can you imagine looking now, at you can imagine him cut to the, after the game. You can imagine him in the changing room, sat there with a cigar going, yeah, you know, I just beat Tom Brady and I made it look easy. Yeah. So there's only been three players. That, no. Yeah. He's yeah. The only, he's the, sorry, he's the only player for his third career start yeah. to beat. Yeah. And it, it's just an impressive. And then, like we're saying, on the flip to Trey Lance, and you can't have a more different side of the coin. You know, Brock Purdy's had such a great start to his career, where Trey Lance, he gets traded, he get, they, you know, San Francisco 49ers trade up to get him at number three, and then the kids come in there, he sat behind Jimmy Garoppolo and hardly played, and he comes in, you know, and breaks his leg. Well, for a, num- for a number three pick, and he's a second quarterback, that's quite, yeah. you know, you, you bust the thought that he was going to be... I mean, since this is, my, this is my fact about Trey Lance, that I've been sat there, He's only started since high school. So you thinking he's got college 
He's only started 17, 17 games. 17 games, yeah. That's mad, isn't it? And then obviously he took a and year out. Three, he took yeah. a year out with and COVID. And he's a number three pick. So the the COVID year, he took, the, he took that out. Then they trade up to get him at number three and he comes in. You know, Trey Lance over two years has only played eight games. Yeah. You know, the, you know, in six games in 2021, he only scored one touchdown. And then last year he played two and didn't score any. Well, he only played two games, bef- you know, and he had ankle surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's you had know, two, it's he's such had two a surgeries. But what really is really, really exciting to see. So, I was really, really happy for Trey Lance. So obviously he's had all this done, and everything people talk about. You know, he's ever such a good kid in that, and he's actually been training with the current MVP. Yeah, in Patrick Mahomes. And I mean, that's got to give you something, doesn't it? That's, yeah, you, you know. know, and I, that, I'm really happy about that because obviously, you know, Carl Shanahan is a master like quarterback teacher, master of yeah. offense. So for him to go and train with Patrick Mahomes will give him huge confidence. Now, the news coming in today, there's a lot of teams interested in trading for Trey Lance. Yeah. So that kind of makes me sad. As as just as an NFL fan, yeah. that makes me think the 49ers are going to go with Brock Purdy. I think so. I I can I mean there was a lot of rumors, weren't there, as soon as the season's, you know, with the trade deadlines and stuff like that that um Trey was going to be traded, yeah. but I would a lot of he would he would go, a lot of teams will you know that are going to need a quarterback. Yeah, but I mean, like we say, you know, they're going to trade for it, but we don't actually know what you're getting with Trey Lance. That's true. It's like That's Jordan true. Love. We don't even know what we're going to get with Jordan Love. To be fair, yeah. Um, Certainly not going to get Rogers. I know that. So we we come to the joint decisions. I think Brock Purdy's going to be the starting. Well, I, I, quarterback. well, you know, when we had a chat, didn't we, about yeah. what we're going to talk about, and you and you said right, you know, you asked me, and I said let's talk about it on the podcast. I, as soon as you asked me, I knew it was yeah. going to be Brock. Because no disrespect to Trey's, I just think Trey's been very unlucky. You know, we might be talking different if he didn't get injured. We might be thinking, oh, there's this star coming. But do you think he's, they're going to start, obviously, Brock Purdy? Yeah, I do. They're going to go with Brock Purdy, I think. I but think what I'm saying is where is, you know... I think Trey Lance will either... They'll either trade him or just be the backup. Because the 49ers signed well, Sam Darnold yeah, over the off-season I think, as well. I think that's not looking good for Trey, is it? No. I mean, the, ki- the kid must think, I don't know Trey Lance, let's be honest. I mean, if he's... if You know, is he going to be too good to be a second quarterback, you know? But we've not seen... Mu- We're not, not seeing anything to, to read into no. that. You know, and I just, a, you know, and I hope, abs- I hope for, for his sake that he either get, he gets traded and he starts somewhere or he gets a decent amount of game time to try and prove it because we've not seen anything to Trey Lance and I hope, I hope he gets a good... I'd good actually like to see really. Trey Lance at the Titans or somewhere like that. Yeah, replacing Tannehill. Yeah. I think that would be a nice fit. But mind um, you, that's going against my mock draft, isn't it? Yeah, so you can't no. do that. No. So are we going, we're going on with the 49ers. So I can remember last season... I was sat there and I was reading the news and that and then come blowing through my phone was my favourite trade of last season. You know, there was a few. There was AJ Brown, he got traded. Marquise Hollywood Brown, he got traded. But this was a bit into the season. San Francisco 49ers made a a trade for Christian McCaffrey. (coughs) Well. And that was, I can remember remember messaging you and saying this is incredible. And Christian McCaffrey came in and he was like, boom, I'm the man. I'm in there. And he just, he just absolutely ran the show. Yeah. He was incredible last year. He came in and he absolutely changed everything for the San, San Francisco 49ers. He made Brock Purdy's life a lot easier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think he'd make any, I think he'd make any quarterback. Yeah. Uh, uh. I mean, he was playing decent enough in Carolina, you know, and he got two touchdowns there. 
And he came in and he scored t- six touchdowns. Oh, I mean, what was the what was the return that Carolina got? I can't. I remember. can't remember now. I can't remember what, what was the return. You, what, you know what are you doing? But they're they're on a rebuild, are not they? They're on a. Re- I'm sure it was a first round pick. But he just come like in there and he was just like, bang! I've changed everything. And he changed the the, the, the dynamic of the they team. Need, they needed that. They did and need you could that. Tell and, and that it was I mean, huge. that was. But for also, me, that was Christian McCaffrey with, needed that. Yeah. Because he was really struggling at the Panthers with injury, and he just wasn't quite getting. In, into the role and he came into the 49ers and he was just fantastic he took it away he helped Debo Samuel he didn't get the carries that he got the year before mm. you know and he also see like George Kittle he wasn't just a blocking tight end because the, the, the defensive line of the opposition were busy working Christian McCaffrey George Kittle got more yards I mean, just last going, year just going through them names there I mean what an offence I mean it's I mean, stacked I mean the, their defence is stacked as well the, the defence this is just a handful of players that I picked that with the 49ers, Debo Samuel, yep. Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, Christian McCaffrey. That's just four players. Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa. Well, yeah, you know, that's just, and in the, on the, the defence, defense, Nick Bosa, Bosa, Fred Warner, Javon Kinlaw, Eric Armstead, and my one of my favourite safeties of last year, who really, really took a big big jump last year, was Talanuna Hufunga. Yeah, I like to pronounce Great I'm name. glad you pronounced that as well. Yeah, because I, I wouldn't have had a clue yeah. how to pronounce that name. But and yeah, he I know, really yeah. came in and he yeah. he, he was really he really bolstered that defense of the yeah. San Francisco yeah. 49ers. Yeah, I mean he's stacked. I mean he's also on my Madden Ultimate team. I've got him in there. Oh, you sad man! Yeah, no, how old are you? You playing bloody <laughs> computer games? What's going on? <laughs> you're never too old for a bit of Madden. No. But yeah, so I I mean I've got big hopes for the 49ers this year. I think I think they're going to win. I've said that for the last two years, but yeah. I just I like I, it's, it's hard not to like the Forty Niners, isn't it? Let's be honest. The Levi Stadium, everything's nice. Yeah, it's just uh, you know. But again, can I give you this, this question again? What I've asked you: Are the fans living off the history? You know. Well, yeah, they are. They're living off the history. You know, Steve Young. I mean, they've won it five times, but their last time's not ninety ninety four, I believe. Yeah, uh, you know. But they're, may, they're, maybe they're, so. But, but it's, it's, the way it's, that they've played the past two years, I think they're, they're on their way. They're a likable. They're a very, I mean, I enjoy watching the 49ers. I enjoy and then watching when, the And I just think, as you, going back to that McCaffrey trade, yeah, what a genius trade. I mean, you could tell that they needed that, and it just he just gave them that extra spark. Yeah, it did. And, and as well, can I just say, 2019, when they drafted um, Nick Bosa, right, who was the second round pick, um, sorry, the second pick in the first yeah. round, the same round they got Debo. Yeah, and Nick and Nick Bosa in us. That's got to be and Nick for me. Nick Bosa was de- defensive player of the year last year. Yeah, and I just think that he's got to be up there with the best double trade, um, trade best double draft Dra- yeah. draft. You know, I mean, Debo Samuel's been incredible for them. He's been yeah. like a running back slash wide yeah. receiver. Yeah, and I know they had a bit of trouble with him last year at the beginning of the season because yeah. he, you know he wanted to trade because he didn't want to be used like that. But again, it's a bit like the Lamar Jackson thing. Debo, you're good at that. So play to that. Yeah. You're going to get paid the money, yeah. and you know, and you know, last season, Debo Samuel, he got, he only got two touchdowns, and he only got 56 receptions. He only got 632 yards. That was him complaining. The year before, when they used him as a wide receiver slash running back, he got six touchdowns. He ran for 1400 yards, 77 receptions. So his production was better actually in 2021 than last year. Mm. But, that, but, that, that. but that, that's when McCaffrey come in. He's obviously taken that. Yeah, he's, he's taken of, that off him. Yeah, but I would still use Debo. I mean, every team struggled with. Of course. Him. But then, it, 
it led Brandon Ayuk to have his best season. You know, over a thousand yards, eight touchdowns, you know, seventy eight receptions. Where the year before he only got mm. five touchdowns, eight hundred and twenty six yards. I mean, if it, if it wasn't for the Eagles or the, I think they'd have, or I think they'd have made the or the Chiefs, they would have won the Super Bowl for me. They were very yeah. Cut. I mean, that would have been a really. I think that would have been a really good game, the Forty ers against the Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I do think that the game could have gone a different way between the 49ers and the Eagles. But I think the pro- thing that probably Purdy. was separate them, obviously, is the quarterbacks. Yeah, well, Brock Purdy, like you know, Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy. The, the game, he got injured very early on in that game yeah. against the Eagles. And then they went down to their third string, and I can't even remember that guy's name, he got injured. And then they was even going to put Christian McCaffrey in at quarterback. That's how mm. they got to yeah, in that so game. Yeah, so extreme that, yeah. That's so extreme they got to. And then they brought Brock Purdy on who couldn't throw and he was just handing the ball to McCaffrey. And it was it was game over from there. So, so we're going to the contenders. 49ers, we're going to both say they, they're contenders to you win. Next year, conti- you'll think they're contenders to I win. I think they'll make the playoffs and I think they'll push. Oh, 100%. I'll be shocked if they don't make the playoffs. Mm. But I think... So the one question I was going to ask you, I've been dying to ask right. you this one. Which player is going to make the huge difference? And if they're going to get to the playoffs... Which player out of the San Francisco 49ers is going to be key to them getting to the playoffs and maybe to the Super Bowl? Um, it's hard to look past the running back, isn't it? McCaffrey. Chris McCaffrey. I think he's he's it's going to be his full year. Isn't it? His full year. He's he's moulded nicely in there. But again, you've got when you've got him and George Kittle. I mean, that that George as we're going back to the offense, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, and Purdy. You know, that's a that's hard to look past them to get into the Super Bowl, isn't it? It's such a, it's such a good roster. I, I'm going to say this now, right? I think they'll make the Super Bowl this year. You're saying it, are you? Yeah. I think it'll be... You can't look past the Chiefs, can you? No, you can't go past the Chiefs, no. No, but going to... Right, Debo Samuel quickly, before we go on to the next bit. Do you think he's the top five... Um, top wide five receiver. wide receiver in, in the league? Well, in the... In the NFC. In, in, in the NFC. Would you put him in your top five? Probably not. No? No. No. And I'm not taking anything away from no. him. I think he's, I I like think him. he's a I great think, player. Yeah. I think I, I do like Sank. You know, he's... He's special said, to watch. Yeah. And I'd probably put him six at my top five. Six out of top five. Yeah. So, go, we'll, going we'll off your head, going off your head quick, who would you put in front of him? Who would I put? DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. I'd probably put him number one. Uh, it's probably it's probably hard not to pay him number such a, one. He's such yeah. a good player. Yeah. Number t- no no Justin Jefferson number one. Oh yeah, he's got a big, fantastic yeah. player. Number two, I'm gonna go for Mike Evans. Yeah. Yeah, he would be my number two. Number three would Do you be DeAndre Hopkins. No, I don't. He's no. had a thousand year thousand yards every year. Yeah. I'd probably go number three DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Number four Cooper Cup, and number five probably CJ Moore, who's now at the Bears. Yeah, and then I'd probably go DJ. D- then I'd probably D- go Debo yeah. Samuel. But he could. I mean, you got te- you got there. Terry McLaurin in it at the Com- Washington Commanders. To- you know, then you've got C C D Lamb. Mm. You've got. I mean, I mean, th- I mean, there, there's some good. There's some good wide receivers, but I probably won't put Tebow Tebow in the top five. No, right. So, so we're going to say. Do you think ending on that segment? Is it going to be sunny? Do you reckon it's going to be sunny times in San Francisco? Then I think so. Well, I, I think. I think. As I said, I think. For me, so where 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 are they going to go for you? What how's their season going to go for you? I think they're going to make the playoffs. I'm saying Super Bowl. You, what are you saying? Do you know what? I might say that as well. 
I don't what? I wasn't as sure before we were talking. <laughs> the, more about, talk, the more you talk through, but it, the I'm more like, you yeah, talk I'll about it, it, and the more you, and, and them names you've just you know if they all perform. I've got like, a couple of friends that I thought in Arna's fans yeah. as well. I'd be interested. I'm gonna actually gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the um, the question out there to the Fortnite fans. Yeah, the Fortnite fans, hey, you know, and also who do you think who do you want to start? Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's gonna be Brock Purdy. I think it's pretty obvious because the rumors are coming out again about as you said, trade. So. Trey Lance is he going to be? So it's going to is he going to be traded? Do you think? I do. I think he'll get traded because they've got Sam Darnold there yeah. at the backup. He's there for Ugh. a reason. Yeah. I mean that's another disappointing guy. Isn't he? he coming at first round pick to yeah. the Jets and he's never had a full. He's never had a proper go at it. You know, he had such a poor Jets team, such a poor Carolina team. You know, maybe this could be. He's not had much luck with teams. <laughs> he's not he really? Much, you know, he's not having luck with teams. But do you think? But part of me was thinking, surely they're not going to start him. Who, Sam Darnold? Yeah. No, they won't start Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold's no longer a starter Because obviously, in the NFL. because Brock Purdy, that last season, the end of that season, when he came in, because he took it, took it, I think he's going to make, yeah. I think he'll be number one easily. So we're going to say, sunny times in San Francisco. If you can let us know, obviously, so on the Instagram page, let us know. Let us know. Yeah, we've opinion. also just released a Discord server as well that um that can get all the fans in in you know involved in the podcast, so it's easy to ask questions. I'll put a poll out. Will it be sunny times in um San Francisco? I'll also put a poll out about who's going to start, and I'll put the three quarterbacks, and then whoever you know who thinks. For me, it's Brock Purdy. For Matt, it's Brock Purdy. But you know, we like to hear from you as well. Who you thinks going to be the um, starting quarterback but it's pretty obvious I think he's going to be Brock Purdy so we're going to um, slide on to go the on to the next I've so been really looking forward to this, this one this one yeah this is so going to be nice and different so we <coughs> so I'm a big fan obviously so we've now gone into the head coaches so yep. we're leaving players behind we're leaving teams behind we're going into which head coach is going to have the biggest push on their team this year now I've got a list of eight down here but I'm going to cut it down to three and they're all you know meatheads you know one of them in there he's an absolute boss he's awesome yeah one of them I'm really excited because he's a new Cardinals head coach and the other one he looks like a football fan he looks like an NFL fan who sits there on a Sunday in his armchair with a beer shouting at the telly going no no you want to do this Yeah, yeah 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 so I'm going to start with my third so I'm going to do my top three I'm going to start at number three I'm going with John Gannon. Jonathan Gannon, the new Arizona Cardinals yep. head coach. So the Arizona Cardinals are having a huge rebuild at the minute. We seem to have lost every single player, best player we've got. We've got rid of them. We've got a new general manager. We've got rid of Steve Kime, you know, who was good to start with. And, we, you know, he's just gone because he, he, he served his time. And we brought in a new GM called Monty Ossenfort. Another good name. Another great name. And he came in and he said exactly what the Cardinals fan needs to hear. He came in and go, there is no name bigger than this franchise. They're going to sign the right people for the right position. And as soon as he came in, because if you don't know, I'm an Arizona Cardinal fan. I remember watching that press conference. I thought, this guy. You said that really depressingly then as well. I did as well, (laughs) because I know we're next year's first round pick. And he came in and he said that. I thought, this feels positive. And then... He came, they came about and they hired Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. Now, for those who don't know who Jonathan Gannon is, this you know, the Arizona Cardinals are his first head coaching job. 
and he was mm. the defensive coordinator of the Eagles, Eagles last, last year. year yeah. So they had that amazing defensive team last year. Yeah, and which they got to the Super Bowl. And they got to the Super Bowl. So that's a positive. So, you know, the Cardinals have done their research going into this. And on his press release, on his when he was talking to the press, he came in and he goes, we're going to be aggressive and we're going to be violent Yeah, in defence. That's a good... And as soon as he said that, I was like, I'm on board with this guy. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I, I'm on board with this guy. I got a bit wavy when he let Zach Allen go, yeah. you know, our best pass yeah. rusher. I was like, oh, and now Buda Baker's up in the trade. But I'm excited to see what's going to happen here because... You made a fantastic uh, signing, though, didn't you, recently? The old quarterback. For oh. What a sign. There will be good times. <laughs> there will. <laughs> Jeff Triscoll, the new backup quarterback. For the God, Dean, I wonder you're sounding depressed, mate. Jesus God. Christ. But I'm confident in Jonathan Gannon. Yeah. He's aggressive. He's yeah. massive in the defence. He's brought in two young offensive minds for his for the offensive he's, team. He's a defensive coach. That's, he's a defensive that's, coach, that's, but he's really aggressive yeah. and he's really hyped up. And he's and I'm just really looking forward to seeing what he's going to do. Now, I'm not I'm not having open for a big year in Arizona. I think we're going to probably have maximum probably I think if you expect three or four lot, wins, you're going to be disappointed. Going to be disappointed. He's but I just a, think he's know, going to change yeah. the atmosphere. And I'm really looking forward to that. So Jonathan Gannon's my number three. Coming in at number two, I've gone for Brian Dable, the New York Giants the head coach. So obviously, he got, to, he got head coach of the year last year. And he changed the franchise. He changed the, they changed the Giants franchise last year. He changed Daniel Jones. Yeah. If you're a Giants fan, you can't deny he had a better year. Now, whether he's your franchise quarterback, I do not know. But the well, the best... Giants are, are, are looking at his, the franchise, and I think, as I said, I've said to you numerous times, they're they, they're moulding him to be an Eli Manning yeah. of now. But as I said, yeah, that's a really good pick for me. And um, as I said last year, he, you know, I wasn't expecting that. And but the, what he did really, really well last year, which the past two head coaches haven't done, is they brought Saquon Barkley back. Saquon Barkley last year was incredible. Now, I've mentioned before, I went to the NFL London Games last year, and Saquon Barkley was the difference. That's the reason yeah. why yeah. they won. That's the reason why we won a lot of games, to be fair. Yeah, yeah. but Brian Dable, he just changed everything in the, in the Giants department. He changed mm. the way that they play the game, the way they defend. I think he changed the, the culture in the changing room as well. And I think he changed that for the best well, way. Well, I was, I mean, I was... Um, I was quite happy when he last year when he got announced as the head coach because obviously he was with the Bills. He was an offensive coordinator at the and Bills. Look, so and look what he did with Josh Allen. And look what he did with Josh Allen. So he's and, I mean, and, and, and then well, he's done it with Daniel Jones last yeah, he, he year. To be fair, yeah. I'm not a fan of Daniel Jones, and I'll, I'll you know I'll, I'll say it a lot. You know, I've got a lot to be changed. We'll see this year. But as you said, if he's an offensive coordinator, going by your new coach. The Eagles got in the court, um, got in the Super Bowl. But as you, as you just said, look what he's done with the likes of Josh Allen, and, um, and as well, you know, he's brought in Darren Waller, yeah. best best tight end oh, the, up yeah. there, top three tight ends in the league. Which I'm very surprised at. Yeah, but, but, and you know, he's gonna he's given Daniel Jones another target to hit. So number two, I've gone for Brian Dable. Now my number one, number oh, one head this coach has got to be. Yeah, I know he's he's the oh. boy, and I think he's just. Awesome. I, if you watched Hard Knocks last year, so obviously they were the, with the Detroit Lions. And if you didn't like the Detroit Lions, yeah. I dare you to watch Hard Knocks from last season and not fall in love with them. Dan Campbell, oh, head coach what a man. of what the Lions. What an absolute man he is. He's just insane. 
So he's going to be my number one to watch out this year because what he did with his Detroit Lions, the Detroit, the Detroit Lions have been awful for oh, 10 years. If it wasn't for the giant season, I think he could have been a good shout for the coach of the year. Massively. I, 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 To be honest, I thought he would have done. I thought he was going to get it, to be fair. So he came in and his draft last year, Aidan Hutchinson, brilliant ad- edge rusher. You know what, can I just say, that's another good double name, William, William, Williams and yeah. getting him in the first round. Yeah, Javon Williams, you know, as a wide receiver, yeah. fantastic. I mean, he's going to be a superstar. Yeah. Armand St. Brown, oh. great, great, great wide receiver. You know, they had Jamal Williams last year. What he did with Jamal Williams, it's such a shame yeah. to see him go. Yeah. But, you know, they signed another great running back this year. And what he did with Jared Goff. Yeah. yeah he's sort now, of revived him a little bit. Yeah, you know, and... Yeah. Jared Goff gets a hard stick, the quarterback, because obviously, you know, we got to the Super Bowl with the Rams and he's just a pocket passer. He's not... In a way, it sort of a little bit tarnished him, that loss. Yeah, it did, it, yeah. It, and then... You know, because it wasn't the best of finals, was it? It wasn't the greatest. And what Dan Campbell did to him last year... Yeah. You know, they went 6-0, and they lost the first six games and all yeah. of a sudden a light bulb switched Yeah. and they won. And do you know what really sums up Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions? That last game against... The Green Bay Packers. Oh, yeah. They went and stole that. You know, they could. You know, they ruined Aaron Rodgers' final game as a yeah. Green Bay Packer. Yeah. I think. You know, and they yeah. went to Lambeau Field and they won it. And that just sums up Dan Campbell. Do you so, know what he has made me like the Lions a oh, lot. And me. That that you watching him. I mean, don't I know, get me man. Wrong. <laughs> and we're gonna do this, man. <laughs> I mean, we're all he, in this he, together. He was True a tight Brit, man. <laughs> Bloody hell, he's in a room with me, isn't he? <laughs> But, um, the shorter version, yeah. <laughs> bigger beard, but no, he was a tight end in his on his day. But and he was a good tight end, yeah. yeah. And if he t- if he's <laughs> if I was in a room with him and he was having a pop at me, and if he tells me to do something, I'm You're gonna, gonna do, do it. it because I you mean, know, he's through just... hard knocks when they was doing their fitness, yeah. You know, he did it with them. You know, he's such a. And I just I just think he's in for a great year, and I think it'd be he's a great such a nice to guy a as well. Yeah, he, oh, he's and he, you could easily go out there and have a pint with him as well. Like you, you wouldn't be, you know. I wouldn't be scared if I got into a bar fight as well. I've got I've got Dan Campbell behind me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think anyone would get in a fight with you to be honest. But he's he, he's just such a down to earth guy, and he, you know, and that show I think made me. And I was so, yeah. so pleased when for the Lions and him because, the, you know, they're a great... Like, they just, I, the other hard knocks, I've not really been that much... But Dan Cowell made that. For so me, my, he's probably the best one. So the three coaches we're going to go for, we're going for John Gallant, number three with the Arizona Cardinals. Keep an eye on seeing what he does there. What Brian Dable does with the Giants this year and Dan Campbell. So I'm going to give you a question then. Go on then. I'm going to say out of the three... Who do you think is going to be have the most impact and why? I think it's going to be Dan Campbell. Yeah, why is that? Because I just think they've still got more to prove. Yeah. I'm on St. Brown. He wants to... I'm on Ra St. Brown, sorry. He's already, you know, spoke to the press the other day. He wants to make the playoffs. And I think Dan Bra- I think Dan Campbell's put that mentality in yeah. him. You know, he's put it... I mean, like with Aidan Hutchinson. He's, he's, he's from gonna Detroit. Be, he's he, going to be he, insane. He's going to want to do gonna it. He's going to be a superstar. Javon mate. Williams, he's going to be awesome. So I'm going to go with Dan Brown. They're a team that for the Dan they're, Brown, they're, they're, Dan, Dan Campbell. They're a team for the future. So Dan Campbell's yeah. going to be the one that makes the most impact out of three. Yeah, I'm going to say you. that. Yeah, yeah. I think I John Gannon's going to do great things for Cardinals. Brian Dable. I think it's just, they're just going to get better. But I just think I do the think he's got impact. more. I do think he's got pressure now, Brian Dable, to get the same level as he did last year. Yeah, I do. 
I do. I well, think if any if we get into the playoffs, fair enough. But anything less than the playoffs, it will be a failure for me. Cause I'm expecting big things as yeah, a Giants I, fan. Yeah, I would be as so. well if he was a Giants fan. But Dan Campbell, I'm he's going to be for, the man. Yeah. He's going to be the man this year. Yeah, and so he they're might my top even, three. He might even get a bit bigger job. You never know in the future. I, I'd like him to have a quite a stay at Detroit. Detroit yeah. suits him. Yeah, it yeah. just suits him. Everything about that suits him. So that's the top three coaches. Now we're going to finish the show with, yep. I love this part, we're going to play Spin the Wheel. Spin the Wheel. Spin the Wheel. So every week we spin the wheel, we got either got silly questions or we've got serious questions. So when you're ready, Tomo, spin that wheel. I am going to spin the wheel. So as you said, this is going to be a very, very good question. Spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Right, so are we ready? I'm ready. It's spinning. It's spinning. What's it going to land on? Oh, I like this one. It's another like good one. one. It can't be it's better this than this the John McClane one. one. No, no, no. But this is a hard one for me. But I like this one. So, what rule would you change in NFL? What rule would I what change in NFL? So, to me, this is a really hard one. Do you know what rule I would change? And it annoys me every game. You know a kickoff? Yep. And they kick it into the red zone, right in a touchdown, and they take a knee. I'd just yeah. get rid of that. I'd go, you've got to run it from wherever. Yeah. It just it just seems, because all the, all the kicker does, he kicks it out, and then we're waiting for them to come out to the 25 again. Let's yeah. kick it into the, air, the you know dead ball area and run it back. Yeah. Kick it in there, run it back. That's the rule I'm going to change. Right, the rule, the rule, I've had to think about this, whether it will work or not, I don't know, but <laughs> I would... Instead of it going into overtime, uh, well, no, it would go into overtime for me. Instead of it la- finishing on a draw after overtime, I would say do like a little um, field goal off. Oh, that's the Englishman in you coming out there. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say you get your kicker <laughs> and then you would say, right, your okay. Your next best kicker. Your next best kicker. No, I'd say sudden death. I'd say if you get it and he don't. Start on the 25, go back to the 35. 45. No, I'd just say foot like the longest one and then, you, you, you know, you've got to kick it. So I'd say, right, you've got three each, okay? It's been a, well, a bit like a penalty shootout. Let's, let's I suppose, yeah. So, so you're yeah, going for that. that. You're going to go for the I penalty mean, I wouldn't change out. any rule. I wouldn't ch- but if I had to change something, it would be, for me, it would, for, for me personally, I'd be more excited than it ending on a draw because I hate it ending on a draw. Yeah, I do, yeah. It's like, oh, Who, who wants watch. to play for a draw? Like you know, after over you know after overtime, it's like, oh, yeah, so it's, all that and it's you want still it to fit if it's a zero. so if it's a fantastic game, right? Yeah. And it's a close game, and it's you know you can't separate them, and then it ends in a draw. It's just yeah. a bit of a disappointment for me. So you're going for that, and I'm going for we're just going to run it back on a kickoff. Yeah, so you can't, no as long as it, if, if it goes straight out, that's fair enough. You're starting the twenty-five. Yeah, but if you catch it in the touchdown area, you've got you to run it back. And if, you know, yeah. So, yeah, I like that one, to be fair. Yeah. I, I agree with that one. So, that's been episode... Number three. Episode number three of the fourth down. Thank you very much for listening. Yeah, it was. Uh, did you enjoy that one? I did enjoy that it one. It was. I liked the little ending with the old coaches, actually. Yeah, so, I did. I um, made a good change. So, that was our opinion. So, we, we've gone back onto the NFC. So, obviously, I'm excited for next week's this draft week. Yep. Um... But stay tuned, guys. We're going to do a bonus episode of our top 10 mock draft. So, yeah, this will be released, obviously, and then there will be a bonus episode on the side with the um, top 10 um, mock draft. But, um, yeah, so thanks for listening, everybody, and um, we will see you next week for episode four. And um, 
Thank you very much. Take care, everyone, and we'll see you later.